What an awesome father we serve. He's a good God. He's a kind God. He's a father like no other. He's a king like no other. So when you come before him, know that you have come before the great I am. Know that you have come before a king. When you go to the Menshia palace, you don't go anywhere anyhow. There are protocols. It's the same way in the kingdom. When you come before him, know that you've come before a great king. Don't come with mediocrity. Come with a heart of reverence to worship your maker. That is how you come before him. He is a great king. He is a great father. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This morning, I'm here to preach a message. I have been charged to preach a message. <laughs> I don't know how to title this message. Uh, there is a blessing in serving the Lord, or you will be blessed when you serve God, or blessing follows you when you serve God, however you want to put it. When I finish my message, you, you, you can give it your own title. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. But whatever it is, know that there is blessing in serving God. Yes. There is a blessing. Nobody comes before God and goes the same. Nobody serves God and goes home empty-handed. It is a fact. It is the truth. It is not a jargon. It is the truth. Hallelujah. Yes. We'll bow down your heads. Let's hear a prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Papa, I bring your people before you. As I speak to your word, Lord, give me the tongue of the ready writer in the name of Jesus. As your word goes forth, Lord, let hearts be changed. Let lives be transformed. Let minds be renewed. Let your word go like a fire. Let it enter into the hearts of your people. Let it begin to bear fruit, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let this word never depart from them. In the name of Jesus, at the end of this message, Lord, let your blessing follow your people. Let them know that there is indeed a blessing for serving you. I give you praise, Lord. I give you glory, Lord. Holy Spirit, speak to your people. Whatever you want them to hear, speak it through me. I am only a vessel. Use me, Lord. Use me through and through. Use me, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So I said I don't have a title for my message. So after the service, you can give it a title. Yes, however you want to call it. It's up to you. This one, it's an open check. I give it to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. So there is blessing in serving God. I know that you people have heard it over and over and over again. But indeed, there is, there is blessing in, in, in serving God. He blesses his own. Most of the times, people serve God anyway, anyhow. Some serve him as though it is a burden. And some do it as, as it is a chore, as if it is a chore. But... You don't have to serve God that way. Serving God shouldn't be a burden something. It has to be a great delight. Because serving God is a rich blessing. Rich, 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 rich blessing. The Lord rewards the people who serve him and who serve him diligently. See that I qualified it. 
the Lord blesses those who serve him and serve him diligently. When you are serving the Lord, you don't have to do it anyway, anyhow. Don't do it as though you are being forced. We have to coerce you or something. No, you don't have to serve God that way. You have to serve him with a, with, with a heart full of joy. You have to serve him with delight. For the Lord never forgets to bless those who serve him. Hallelujah. Colossians 3.23. Colossians 3.23. You have to serve God with your heart, your innermost being. Everything that is in you. Look at what the scripture says. It says, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. So when you serve the Lord, it is not unto any man. No, not unto any man at all. Your reward doesn't come from man. It doesn't come from the pastor. It doesn't come from the pastor's wife. It doesn't come from um, any leader. It comes from God. So he says that whatever you do, whatever you do in the house of God, even out of the house of God, he said, do it heartily. Don't do it as though you are being forced, like it's a painful thing. You don't have some people serve. They serve and when you look at their faces, it's not pleasant at all. But you have to understand that whatever you are doing, there's a blessing attached. And today we are going to look at it. We are going to look at the blessing in serving God. Give me Hebrews 6.10. Hebrews 6, verse 10. He said, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saint, and you do minister. So God is not unrighteous. He is not an unjust God that he will forget what you do for him. No, 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 no. We, we are the ones who are forgetful and ungrateful. Human beings are forgetful and very, very ungrateful. You can, do, you can bless somebody today. Tomorrow, the person will turn as though you never even gave them pain. And they will be very ungrateful to you. What they will do to you, you'll be shocked. Those people are ungrateful people and they are forgetful. But your God, the God that you and I serve, he's not unrighteous. He doesn't forget. He remembers every work and labor that you do for him. He said, in that ye have ministered, you have served to the saints. So your service in the house of God is also towards the saints. And he said, and you do serve. So when you serve, the Lord doesn't forget. Some people have relatives, parents, who have served in the house of God and they didn't see anything come out of them. Well, I have to break it to you that it is lack of knowledge. You should check those people's knowledge. When you check their knowledge, you will understand why they are the way they are. But when you serve God with knowledge, well, the Bible says that lack of knowledge, my people perish. So without knowledge, you will perish. And that one, God cannot do anything about it because he expects you to have knowledge. That's why he gave you his word. So when you look into the word, you will have knowledge. So when you see your mother, because I've heard, I've heard somebody say before that my mother has served the church uh, and she died poor. I heard somebody say it. And because of that, the person says that they will not serve God. It is a sad thing, actually. But it meant that the woman did not have knowledge. But you here, you have knowledge. 
because you have been taught a lot. So you understand who you are as a believer. And so you overcome. And when you serve, the Lord blesses you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, there are fivefold blessings that follows anyone who serves the Lord. Fivefold blessings. Number one, divine prosperity. It is, it is a statement of fact. Divine prosperity. It follows anyone who serves the Lord diligently. If you like, check people who have grown in God. When you see them, you see some form of prosperity and wealth around them. They don't struggle. They are always joyous. You see a certain form of glory on them. Yes, it comes by service. It comes when you serve the Lord. So number one, divine prosperity, fivefold blessings. Number two, divine health is guaranteed. It's guaranteed. You cannot serve God and fall sick. No, no. You are serving God. No, we book them. How? No. It doesn't work that way. It does not. Do you know how I know? Let's go to Exodus. Let's go and look at Hezekiah. What happened to him? 2 Kings chapter 20 from verse 1 to 3. I'll come back. But I want you to see something. 2 Kings chapter 20. And it came to pass. When the Lord would have Second Kings 20, 20. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto, unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Go on. And it came to pass afore or before Isaiah was gone out into the middle court that the word of the Lord came to him saying, please hurry up. Eh? Turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, that saith the Lord, the God of David, thy father, I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy, thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee on the third day. Thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord. Can you imagine? This is a man who served God and he fell sick. And the prophet went to him and told him that the Lord says, I should tell you, you should put your house in order. If not, because you're about to die. And he said, no, Lord, how am I going to die? Why would I die? Why should I die? I don't want to die. I have served you. I have walked before you uprightly you know my works and the lord the, the prophet didn't even leave the house oh. right when he was about leaving the house the lord turned him about to go back to hezekiah and tell him that look you are not going to die again you come before me again we shall have that fellowship again you said me again and he added 15 more years to hezekiah's years that is a blessing in serving god because if he didn't have a record of service, he couldn't have gone before God to tell him that, listen, God, I serve you. You know that I serve you and I serve you diligently. So why are you telling me that I'm going to die? I don't want to die. And the Lord turned it around. That is a blessing in service. When you serve the Lord, you can pick up that card before God and tell him that by my service, Lord, I don't want to see this. 
I don't want to die. I don't want to be sick. And the Lord will turn it around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, somebody. Oh, you are very quiet. Okay. <laughs> Number three. So we are back to the fivefold blessing. Number three, divine protection. Number three, divine protection. The Lord protects his own. How is it that some people have escaped terrible accidents? Divine protection for service in the house of God. Hallelujah. Number four, fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. You'll be fruitful in every area of your life. You will not see scarcity. You'll be very, very fruitful. Number five, long life. It is assured. Long life. Assured to anyone who serves in the house of God. He will bless you with long life. Hallelujah. Exodus 23, 25 to 26. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. That is prosperity right there. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Divine health. There shall nothing cast thee young. In other words, nothing will, ha nothing will harm your children. Nothing will hurt them. Divine protection. Nor be barren in thy land. Fruitfulness. The number of thy days I will fulfill. He will give you long life. So all these blessings are embedded in serving the Lord. All these blessings, they are embedded when you, you serve the Lord. Embedded in your service to God. Hallelujah. I can tell you I've worked with God small, pe, small, pe. I've not worked with him for that long crowd. Small, but when I look at myself, oh, I can see these blessings following me. Yes, yes, I see them following me. And I know that it is going to heighten as I grow in the Lord. At the end of my life, I will look back and I will bless the Lord for all that he has blessed me with because of my service to him. Hallelujah. And I pray for you too, that the same story be your portion. Hallelujah. Amen. So no man or woman serves God and walks away empty-handed. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. You don't serve God and walk away empty-handed. Oh, how? How? It's not true. Oh, if you had known me, some maybe 10 years, let me even say 10 years from now. Oh, you would have known that I have not walked away empty handed. Oh, you would have known. If you look at me then and you look at me now, you know that the Lord has been good to me. Yes, yes, because of my service to Him. Hallelujah. Please give me Job 36, verse 11. No one serves God and walks away empty-handed. It is never ever your story. Yes. He said, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Your years in pleasantness, in delightfulness. Oh, hallelujah. When you serve the Lord, you will spend your days in prosperity. It's not a fluke. It's not. It is not. You will spend your days in prosperity indeed. And you will spend your years in pleasantness. You know how some people walk about mournfully. As though God is a very, very wicked God. It won't be your portion. Once you are in Grace Army Church and you are being fed what you are being fed from the pulpit. Oh, this, this scripture will be your portion. It will be your portion. Krah. Hallelujah. So I want us to look at some patriarchs who served the Lord and were blessed. I want us to look at them. Let's look at what service does to them. Number one, 
We cannot talk about it without starting with our father Abraham. He's the he's the he's the trademark. Yes. He he is the one who paved the way for us. So he is the example, the very example of a man who was blessed for serving the Lord. You see, some of you, you don't know his story. You think that, oh, he had it all together when the Lord called him. No, he did not. He was a 75-year-old man who still lived with his father. Yes. Even in our day, imagine a 40-year-old who is still living with their parent. See, how does it look like? This one, he was a 75-year-old man and he lived with his father. He lived with his parent. And his wife was barren as well. They didn't have any hope of giving birth. Then the Lord came in. The Lord presented him with a good deal and he took it. Yes, because if he, if he had not taken it, the Bible says that and Abraham went out, not knowing where he was going, but he went. Can some of you do that? When the Lord says, go, I'm showing you a land. You just go. I'll point the land to you. <laughs> when you get there, I'll point it to you. So go. Faith, Hall of Fame, Hebrews 11, 8. He says, and Abraham went out, not knowing where he was going to. He said, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing where he, he went. He just went. By faith, he stepped out. Can you step out by faith to serve God? Knowing that he will bless you and there is blessing in serving him. Please give me Genesis 12, verse 1 to 4. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. <laughs> and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that cursed thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abraham departed, as the Lord has spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abraham was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. So he left his father's house when he was 75. Hallelujah. Give me chapter 13, verse 1. Verse 2, sorry. Let's see what happened when he departed. And Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. When he had the faith to step out to, to serve the Lord. You see, some of you don't know, he was a prophet. Abraham was a prophet. So he was serving the Lord and he served him diligently. Chapter 12, get out. He went out. 13, and Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver. And in gold. Wow. What a blessing. What a blessing. I said, if you serve the Lord, he blesses. He blesses them that serve him. And them that serve him diligently. If you like, if you have a relative who does not serve God. And serves idols. Look at their lives. And look at yours you see a clear distinction. In fact, the glory on you, Christ, is not on them. There is a, a, a vast difference between the one who serves the Lord and is before the Lord every time and the one who does not serve the Lord. There is a vast difference. The Lord blesses his own. Hallelujah. Please give me Genesis 24 verse 1. We are still looking at Abraham. 
how the Lord blessed him for serving him. 24 verse 1. And Abraham was old and well stricken in, in age. And the Lord had blessed him in all things. Is there any other word for all things? Please, if there is, let me know. Is there any other? When the Bible says all things, when somebody says all things, please, what does it mean? All things means what? All things. All things. The Lord had blessed him. He was very old. Well in years. And the Lord had blessed him in all things. It is going to be your story if you serve him and you serve him diligently. Yes. Nobody serves God and goes away empty-handed. Oh, that's at the end of your life. You, you look at yourself and you don't have anything to show for, for serving the Lord. Oh, how? Never. Never, never. Never. He will bless you in all things. All things means it encompasses every area of your life. All things. Can this be said of a man? Yes, it has been said of a man. So it can be said of you too. If you diligently serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please give me 25 verse 8. Still Abraham. Still Abraham. 25 verse 8. The same Genesis. Then Abraham gave up the ghost and died in a good old age. An old man and full of years and was guarded to his people. He was what? An old man full of years. The guy was so blessed. See how the Bible documents his life. He was very old. He died at a, a good old age. If you continue to read, the Bible says that his eyes were not dim. So Abraham could read even at his old age. His eyes was not dim. He didn't have to wear glasses at an old age before he could read. No. <laughs> Why did I step on the toe? If so, sorry. Yes. But Abraham didn't have... The day I read that scripture, that Abraham, his eyes were not dim. I said to myself, my eyes will never be dim. Yes, I will never ever have use for glasses. No, no. If you see me wearing any glass, it's because I'm looking on my screen. So I'm wearing the glass to block the light. Not that... There's anything in it that I'm using to read. No, 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 no. My eyes are perfect. They'll be perfect till I'm old. Even till the day I die, my eyes will be excellent. Never ever have use for glasses. So I tell anybody I meet who wears glasses, I tell them, declare to your eyes. The Lord will give you clear sight. Yes. When you are going to sleep, you take it off, declare to your eyes. I see perfectly. But most of the times when I tell them, they tell me that they are used to it. Yes. So they can't take it. They, they can't do without it. But you have to. It is part of the blessing for serving the Lord. Yes. It is your right, your birthright as a believer. When you speak to those eyes, they will align. Whatever it is that the doctor is saying or whatever, when you speak to it, it will align. His eyes were not dim. The same thing was said of Noah. Sorry, not Noah, Moses. His eyes were not dim. And he, he even went on to say that even in his old age, he was a strong man. Moses who? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's what the, the Bible said. That Moses, 
His eyes were not dim and he was strong. His, his strength never diminished. Wow. Can this be said of a man? An old man who is very strong. Hey. <laughs> hallelujah. Yes, so the Lord blesses. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, the Lord blesses. Are you ready for his blessing? <laughs> then save. Okay, so let's look at Isaac too. I said we are looking at some patriarchs, right? Who served the Lord and, and got the blessing of the Lord. So let's look at Isaac. Isaac, the son of Abraham. Genesis 26, verse 12 to 14. Genesis 26, verse 12 to 14. Then Isaac sowed in that land. Let me give you the story. So he was in the land and there was famine in the land and he wanted to leave. And the Lord said, don't leave, stay here. And so I'll bless you. So he sowed. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Do you know what it means to receive a hundredfold harvest? It means that none of your crops were lost to. It means that no cankerworm came up against it. No caterpillar. Nothing of that sort. No locust. No pesticide. Nothing of that sort. It was a hundred percent harvest. He reaped everything he sowed. That's a hundredfold harvest. Yes. So he never lost. In a land where there was farming, where there was farming, where nothing was happening, people were hungry, there was no food, they couldn't plant. This man who was blessed of the Lord sowed in that land and he received a hundredfold, not even 30, not 60, but 100 perfection. He received a perfect harvest. Hallelujah. Next verse. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Hey. Wow, what a description. I like it when the Bible talks like this. He describes it this way. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Hey. This is the blessing of the Lord. Who, the Lord blesses the ones who serve him. That you call on the name of the Lord, you will be blessed. Ah, there will be a record of blessing when people look at you. They will record your blessing. I used to stay at mile seven. So there was a woman that we used to buy from. <laughs> when we got our first car. We passed through there and we bought from her. And she said, hey, wow. Nyamie shiramo. Dakar lankasano. Nen sheda nye yi. Eye riki tikakrati. Wan sheda nye yi. But ono huwa. Nyamie shiraye because ye nantibiu. Yes. Now we are in a car. Oh, that woman, she knew us. Because we sometimes, we used to go and credit small. So she knew us. Aha. When we got our second car, we passed through there again. Funny enough, every time we, we, we find ourselves buying from there, she saw, she said, hey, wow. Wow, wow, wow. We bought and we left. Then when we got our white car, yes. We passed through there. That one, the woman, she couldn't even go back into her shop. She was so shocked. She said, Hey! papa. Wow! Hey! Mwasisao! Yes, she was recounting our blessing. Yes, she was keeping a record of it. We cry, our minds were not there. <laughs> But the woman took notice. 
I said, nobody follows the Lord and goes away empty-handed. Oh, it can never be your portion. There is no way you will serve God and walk away empty-handed. Oh, how? How? Then it is not my God. It is not the God that I serve. He will bless you. Hallelujah. For your service to him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Give me the next verse. Yes. For he had possession of flocks and possession of heads and great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. Wow. Wow. Your blessing will cause men to envy you. Ah, it will cause men to envy you. They will look at you and say, ah, is it not this person that we knew? And that guy, we are not saying, hey, hey, you see, they will not be able to tell whether you are the one or you are not the one. The Lord blesses. Hallelujah. He blessed Isaac so much so that the Philistines envied him. Oh, wow. What a record. What a record. Let's go on. Today we are looking at stories, you see, how the Lord blessed men. Let's look at Jacob. Jacob, he went to serve his, his father. No, yes, his father-in-law, but his uncle as well. He served him all. And his uncle cheated him 10 times. He, he changed his wages 10 times. So if he was taking 100 cities, let's say the first year, he gave him 100 cities. The second year, it was 90. The third year, it was 80. <laughs> yes. Fourth year, 70. Fifth year, 60. Sixth year, uh -huh, 50. Yes, and they do Tengana. Oh, such a wicked man. But even in that, the Lord still blessed him. The Lord still blessed him. Hallelujah. Genesis 30, verse 43. Genesis 30, verse 43. That man was very wicked to Jacob. He wanted to marry his last born. Then he tricked him and gave him his firstborn and made him serve again for the second one. Oh, wow. But aside from all of that, the Lord still blessed him. Because why? He served the Lord. And the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and made servants and men servants, and camels and asses. A man who was serving that he was being cheated. Even with all the cheating, look at what came out of him. Look at the blessing that came out of him. The same chapter, give me 27. Verse 27. The same chapter 27. Look at what the man said. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake. Wow. The Lord blessed the wicked man for the sake of his servant. Wow. When you serve the Lord, look at the blessing. So you are in an office and you have a very wicked boss. And that boss is, is being pros prospering, you say. He's prospering, yes. But he doesn't know that it's because of you that he's prospering. Yes. You see, you don't believe it. Some of you, you are, you are shaking your head and smiling in unbelief. <laughs> yes but it is because of you that that wicked boss is prospering the day you leave you'll be shocked that boss will call you and tell you that I want you to come back 
come back. Yes, because of Jacob, Laban was blessed. And Laban himself knew that it was because of Jacob that he was being blessed. Wow, what a record. Take me back to the 43. Right in servanthood, he received this blessing. And the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and made servants and men servants and camels and asses. Do you know how he came by this? The Lord gave him divine ideas and he implemented it. And that's how come he got all this. So you see, you be in a place where things are not going well for you. People are being wicked to you and all of that. Then the Lord gives you ideas. He drops ideas into your heart. When you implement that idea, you see a change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is Jacob's blessing as well for serving the Lord. Hallelujah. We can talk about Joseph. Joseph, yes, he was also blessed. When he was sold and he went into his slave master's house, he made him the head over all his household. When he was taken to prison, he was promoted. Even in prison, the blessing of the Lord was still on him and it was working for him. And he was promoted in the prison. <laughs> Promotion in prison. I wonder how it is. But he was promoted there anyway. And then from prison right to prime minister. Wow. For serving the Lord. For being diligent in service. Hallelujah. Please give me Genesis 41 verse 39 to 44. Today we are recounting stories. Yes. Oh, is it a good message? Hallelujah. We bless God. <laughs> we bless God. He said, And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou. Please give me um, NIV for this. NIV. <laughs> Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of all, you shall be in charge of my palace, and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. Hey! Wow! What a position! Somebody coming from prison. <laughs> Next verse. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. The whole land of Egypt. He was in charge of it. It was only Pharaoh and his wife that he wasn't, he wasn't head over. But everybody there, the guy was head over all. Next verse. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. Wow. <laughs> Next verse. He had him ride in a chariot as his second in command. And men shouted before him, make way. <laughs> Thus, he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Wow. Amazing, eh? Service to God. You see, he almost looked like God had forsaken him and that God had forgotten him. But when the Lord remembered him, wow. Look at what happened to him. His life turned about. Split second. Ooh. This one, it was just 
sharp. And I didn't turn it. Turn it around. And look at the blessings. Last verse, 44. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your word, no one will lift hand or foot in all Egypt. <laughs> wow, amazing. Amazing. Service to God. You see, there are some people, you would think that their service is not yielding anything. I tell you, it yields. Even if that person does not receive they are reward and they die. The Lord gives it to the next generation. He gives it to the next generation. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yes, yes. You receive it now. <laughs> you receive it now in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So I tell you, the Lord blesses. He blesses. Nobody comes before the Lord and goes away empty-handed. Oh, it has never happened before. And it will never happen. Never, ever, ever. Never. We can talk about Moses. We can talk about David. We can talk about Solomon. We can talk about Daniel. The list goes on and on. Yes. I won't have time to go through all. We would have gone through so that you see. How the Lord blessed them. <laughs> yes, where you go, go and read. How the Lord blessed them for their service to him. The Lord blesses for service. Too. So when you are serving him, serve him diligently. When you come before him, when you come in his house, look around. See what you can do to help in the house of God. Serve. For there is blessing in serving. Maybe you are here, you are asking, so how do I serve God? Yes, I have some pointers. Yes. Number one, serve God with your life is the first thing. It's the very first thing. You have to serve him with your life, with your all, who you are. You have to serve him. Give your life to him and serve him. As though you didn't have a life at all. So serve him with your life, number one. Number two, serve God in your church. In this case here, Grace Army Church. So serve God here. When you come to church, look around. What can you do? Find something to do in the house of God. Kojo is already serving. Yes, Kojo is the one who does our flyers for us. So every flyer you see is Kojo. <laughs> Kojo is already serving. Kojo, you are serving, okay? Yes. And continue to serve. Serve God diligently, okay? Yes. Kwame. Yes. What are you doing for the Lord? You were talking about Kojo. However, Kojo is already doing something. So, what about you? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, so serve God in church. Number three, serve God with your talent. Oh, see, there are talent here. People have talent. Some of you, your talent is to take pictures. Why are you not using it? Why are you hiding? See, even if your talent is to remove cobwebs, you have to do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to use that talent because that's what you have. Yes. So when you see cobwebs, you just take them off. Yes. <laughs> it is also service in the house of God. If your talent is to clean dirty places. Yes. When you come to church and you see that, oh, there's join the department who clean so that you clean. Yes. So serve God. <laughs> Some of you, eh, you are social media gurus. 
<laughs> yes, you are social media gurus, but you you are hiding. You don't want us to know. Yes, I ever can say acquire per social media pa. But yes, Oh, okay. But they will not use that talent in the house of God. Because we are looking for people to manage our, our social media handles. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So if you know that you are a social media guru, because the, the um, mood department, the media department, you know, it looks like they, they are not that consistent with the social media posts. Yes. So if you have the talent, you if you have the talent, use it. Yes, you have to use it. It is service in the house of God. It is. Oh, it is. Hallelujah. Don't be a TikTok guru. Then what are the others? I heard there is a Snapchat or something. Yes. <laughs> that one too. You, you people, you are gurus. Angela, you are laughing. What it means is that you are part. You are a guru in it. And you will use it in the house of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, you have to use that talent. It's a good talent. Don't use it the opposite way. Uh, Use it in the house of God, okay? Yes. So serve God with your talent. Number four, serve God through evangelism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is service. Yes. Yes. Serve God through evangelism. When you evangelize, it is service unto God. Because he gave us the great commission. He said, go ye into the world. Make disciples, preach the gospel, make disciples unto the Lord. So when you evangelize, you tell a brother or sister about the gospel. You win a soul. That is service unto God. Yes. So serve God through evangelism. Number five, serve God with your time. Serve God with your time. Some people don't have time at all. Every time they are busy. Every time they are busy. Hey, even church, but they will come late. When you are, we are having programs. <laughs> you who is mentioning somebody's name? Have you checked your own too? Have you checked your own? Whether you come to church early or not. Yes. You have to serve God with your time. You see, don't be, don't be too busy that you don't have time for God. It's not a good thing. Serve God with your time. When you give God your time, he blesses you for it. When you give him your time, he blesses you for it. There is nothing we do in the house of God that goes in vain. No, no, nothing at all. When I bless Mama Favor, when I bless you with a pin, it has been recorded. I will receive a blessing for it. So there is nothing that you, it is small when you do in the house of God. Nothing is small. He blesses you for all. Hallelujah. So serve God with your time. Very, very impo important. Highly crucial to serve God with your time. Would they be away busy? Eh? So we a businessman or a businesswoman or you instead of, but they be away busy. Yeah, yeah, programmer, yeah, um, yeah, friend meeting where I am, um, eh? Nini na na they be a oh, my excuse, excuse way or chuna say adichia. No, don't be, don't be a person full of excuses. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Personally, I don't like people who are full of excuses. I will, I will sideline you. Because when we need things to be done, now you are giving excuses. 
Then the adobe. What can we do with you? Nothing. Because you're always giving excuses. Come and do this. You say that. Every time, excuse. I'll sideline you. I don't like people who are full of excuses in my, in my world. They don't make things happen. They, they never accomplish anything. You will not accomplish anything. It's true. It's true, pa. Hallelujah. So serve God with your time. Very, very important. Number six, serve God with prayers and fastings. <laughs> you people who are making noise, are you fasting? Okay, you. <laughs> so serve God with prayers and fastings. It's also a form of service. You see, as you do these things, eh, then the Lord will begin to channel everything about you. He will begin to now streamline what you must do properly. So if, if you want to know the specific thing to do in the house of God, go into fasting and prayer. He will show you. So as you do all these things, the Lord will now streamline and begin to talk to you and show you visions, show you dreams, let you know what to now do for him properly. Yes. Countless of you, Osofu has said you'll be a pastor. The Lord has spoken to you. He's spoken to you. He's spoken to you. <laughs> He's spoken to you. Don't neglect your call. Mm -hmm. Number six, right? Seven. Serve God with your money, tithes, and offerings. Yes. Serve God with your money, tithes, and offerings. It's a form of service that you give to God. That you pay your tithe. Tithe paying, I found out, apparently is a very difficult thing for people. It's very, very difficult for people. But why should it be difficult? God didn't say give him the 90. He said 10 or 10 pay. 10, you have 100 CDs. You are giving only 10 CDs to God. And it's difficult for you. Hey. If you are not able to pay a tithe of 10 CDs, trust me, you will not be able to pay a tithe of 100 CDs. <laughs> it's not a flugo. I'm telling you. You will not be able to pay a tithe of 1,000 CDs. Because 10 CDs are not mouth. So, you bet you you shouldn't be ashamed of your tithe. Do you know why? Because it increases. The Lord blesses. So the more you, you give him your tithe, the more he blesses you. Then you realize that your tithe has changed. You now, you, you keep seeing a change in your tithe. It shows growth. It shows growth. So if you don't pay your tithe 10%, you have 10 CDs. You are giving God only one CD and you are taking nine CD and it's difficult for you. Oh, how? How? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. And even that one, it's not a blessing to God. Though. It's to you. It's to you. He blocks the devourer from eating the 90. So if you don't want to give him the 10 or the 100, the devourer will eat it. Yes. And you realize that there is nothing in your hand. You, you, you have come back to square one, zero. Then you are telling God, oh, oh, God, if you bless me, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. You're always begging God. Oh, God, please, please, please. If you give me, I'll, I'll give you. It's a lie. When the money hits your hand, you are who you are. You still go back to the old one. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so you have to be diligent in giving your tithes and offerings. It is also a form of service to God. And the last one, serve God by serving others. Serve God by serving others. You serve your brother or your sister. It is a form of service to God. 
I wrote it. I said, you will never be at a loss when you serve God. It's true. You never ever, oh, never. You will not be at a loss when you serve God. Give me my last scripture. Then we close. Malachi 3, verse 13 to 18. Give me NIV. Malachi chapter 3, verse 13 to 18. You have said harsh things against me, says the Lord. Yet you ask, what have we said against you? I want you to follow this scripture carefully because what happened here, people do it still. You would think that it started recently, but apparently even in the Old Testament at that time, they did it. So he said, you have said, you have said harsh things against me, says the Lord. Yet you ask, what have we said against you? You have said, it is futile to serve God. What did we gain by carrying out his requirement and going about like mourners before the Lord Almighty? People say it. They say that, yeah, yeah, bompaya, yeah, bompaya, dama, Hey, how can you say that? No prayer of mine is not answered. If the Lord doesn't answer it, he explains to me why. He explains to me why. Why that, that particular prayer is not answered. So, I get shocked when people say that They've prayed, ah, uh, they've not seen anything. Then it means that you should check your knowledge. You are lacking in a certain knowledge. Because when it comes to the kingdom that you and I belong to, we operate by knowledge. We operate by knowledge. So if you have prayed, ah, and the Lord has not answered. Check your knowledge. Check it. It can never be said. He said, and going about like mourners before the Lord Almighty. Next verse. But now we call the arrogant blessed. Yes. Some people say it. In this our day, they say that even Muslims are blessed than Christians. They say that the, the unbelievers are getting blessed, but the, the believers are, are, are poor. They don't get blessed. Hey, let's continue. Certainly, the evil doers prosper, and even those who challenge God escape. <laughs> then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. So as you go about saying all those things that we serve God and we don't see anything coming out of it. <laughs> he said, they talked and he listened and he heard. And a scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. They will be mine, says the Lord Almighty. In the day when I, I make up my treasured possession, I will spare them just as in compassion a man spares his son who serves him. So as you are saying these things, the Lord says that he will spare you. He will spare you because he's a loving father. It's because of your lack of knowledge. That's why you are saying these things. So he will spare you. Next verse. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. So the day that the Lord remembers your deeds, your service, you will see the distinction between yourself and the unbeliever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what the Lord is saying. I said, nobody serves the Lord 
and goes back empty-handed. Never. The day that scroll of remembrance will be pulled up, the Lord will remember you. He will remember. And he will spare you for any negative word you said against him. He will spare you. You will know the difference between you and the unbeliever because of your service to God. Hallelujah. 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 Eh? Hallelujah. Eh? Yes. The Lord blesses his own. It's not a fluke. It's not a jargon. And yes, he did it. I am a and I and the air can't say, me a midina po mindidi. A com de mina midina hen a midi preaching. Inti mindidi me and I may catch you. I have tested. I have tried it. It works. It works. It works, pa. It works. The Lord blesses those who serve him. He blesses. He will give you all those fivefold blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will make you know the distinction between you and the one who doesn't serve him. Glory to God. Glory to God. 